All right, welcome everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us here again this week. This week I've got Matt Krinklaw, one of the founders of Greenius, here to help us uh, really understand career pathways, apprenticeships, what we're doing with Greenius to really develop a product that allows you to really unlock the true potential of your employees in your landscape business. So uh, please go ahead and uh, throw your name and where you're from in the chat. And uh, as we go through today's seminar, feel free to ask questions. Um, we're, we've got some of our experts and advisors on this call to, uh, to help guide um, the chat and uh, provide some real-time feedback. And then, of course, I'm going to uh, make sure that we get some of these questions into uh, our conversation here today. Um, Matt, uh, did you want to kick things off here? Yeah, for sure. So, hey, everyone, it's Matt here from Greenius. For those that don't know, I've been with Greenius since day one now. I've been here almost 17 years, and to see it to go from an idea over uh, coffee to where we are today has just been an incredible journey. And now our next mission is really helping solve the labor problem in the landscaping industry. So originally we were just a training product and now we're really working towards becoming an employee development platform, uh, performance review, skills development, and really help contractors build meaningful career paths. And the, the, the power of this is better employee retention, better skilled workers. And actually it's one of the keys in, in steps towards solving this labor problem we're facing. So let's dig in and get started here. Right. So I wanted to start, I'm going to post this book in the chat. And if you've read this book and you want to say anything about it, feel free to comment. The book is called Fire Your Hiring Habits by John Mitchell. And it's an awesome look at hiring, uh, skills development and building teams in a post-COVID era. So since all the mindsets and priorities have changed since COVID, this is kind of like a, a user manual on how to navigate it and really roll out solid plans. And I wanted to share a story from the book that really shows the power of career paths. And there was a large uh, electronics manufacturer with plants all over the place. And their average turnover at each plant was between 30 to 40%. So now when you think of 30 to 40%, that means every kind of two to three years, you're turning over your workforce. So without a development plan or an employee plan to manage that knowledge transfer, you're just at a huge risk of uh, knowledge loss. So that there's some benefit there. But they did have one plant that was at 10% employee turnover or less. So the, the VP of HR flew out to the plan and wanted to see, hey, what are they doing different compared to all other locations? So we got there and it, it became clear pretty quick what they were doing differently. So in their employee break room, they had career paths posted on all the walls and it showed employee progress from where they are and what they had to do to get to those next steps. And if you think about rungs on the career ladder, they really shortened the rungs and kind of created a way to offer micro promotions and move people along in the in the career paths really well. And what that done was uh, create this really sticky employee retention program because the employees were working towards that next level. They always knew what was expected of them and they know what they had to do to reach the next level in pay or uh, promotions. So by having these clearly defined pathways 
takeaways, they saw a reduction in turnover of as high as 30%. So they do carry a lot of value. And I just want to show you the weight of the power of this tool that we're dealing with here and uh, the impact it could have on your business. Yeah, I think that's a great point, uh, Matt. Thanks for sharing uh, the book as well. It's a it's a fantastic book. It's definitely uh, one that we've all uh, been reading at LMN on the leadership team and uh, certainly all kinds of great ideas, I think, for any business, any business owner, any leader. Um, the, the, I certainly can say that in my own landscape business, um, when the, the pathways became clear to people, when they understood that there was an opportunity to really um, stay with the company long term and evolve and, and get more certifications, get apprenticeships, really unlock uh, future opportunities, I think that is when things really changed as far as uh, employee turnover. And back to your point, you know, most landscape companies are really finding that they're in that 30 to 50% turnover. And the problem there is, is, you know, obvious, just when we get the staff to the point where they're productive, we're experiencing turnover. And, and so I think when you think about the industry average efficiency only sitting around 60%, which means, you know, 40% of the time we've got unbilled labor, I think a good part of that is really just the, the fact that we're always training. Um, and we're not really optimizing the training in the sense that we're training people on really, you know, expert level training. We're often spending all of our time training new hires and new people just to get up to speed on our day-to-day standard operating procedures. And that's not really effective in the long run. It's great to start with that type of training, but we really do need to be expanding people's skill sets so that they can perform the work and really, um, add to the to the value that we're offering to our customers. And I think often we all have these landscape businesses where there's only a few true experts in the company and we're using all of the other uh, people that we often call laborers, almost like, you know, human robots. We're not really counting on them to do much thinking because they don't have enough experience to actually add value. And I think that's, you know, the big takeaway here, when you have career pathways, the initial training is, you know, the company level training with standard operating procedures and common language and whatnot. But very quickly, we wanna get them into apprenticeship training where they're building skills that we can then leverage and really unlock the true potential of each employee and, and therefore the company as a whole by being able to actually take on more work, more complex work, higher revenue per hour work, and really know that we're in position to take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of us in the marketplace. Yeah, for sure. And and one thing just to add, it's, it's one thing to have the program laid out that we want you to learn these new skills to get to this next level but you have to execute on them. So you got to provide opportunities to actually learn these skills. So that could look like skills clinics. So I know one contractor, uh, they take a Saturday and they choose a topic and they host a skills clinic and the whole team attends and there's breakfast and coffee provided, but the topic is learning a new skill. So this week might be a 
stone saw. So they have a stone saw. They're going to talk about how to use it properly, uh, how to fuel it and go through all the skills and then let people actually cut some stone with it. And, and you're providing that opportunity to actually learn the skills. So it's two part one, having the plan, but then the second part really executing on the plan as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, when it comes to your business as, as a landscape company, I think before even really thinking about workforce development, career pathways, training, I think it's good to sometimes just reset what the company really is in business and uh, for and what the mission is. And I think, you know, at the core of everybody's mission is we're here to solve the problems of the consumers of our of our goods and services. And so ultimately, we have to realize that customers uh, make up 50% of our businesses, employees make up the other 50%. We need great customers with the, um, you know, money to pay us to do these amazing projects or maintain their amazing properties. That's for sure. And they've got a problem that they need us to solve, whether that's maintaining their properties to save them time and enhance the value of the property or building them a dream backyard to, you know, allow them to enjoy life with their family. We've got customers that have very specific problems that they're trying to solve. And that's why they hire us as landscapers. But on the other side of that sort of equation is our employees. You are only going to be able to solve those problems and achieve your mission um, to the degree in which you're able to replace yourself and replace your sort of star players with others in the company. And so I think as a, a leader, knowing that 50% of your business is your ability to successfully onboard, train and develop employees who can really fulfill these promises that we're making to our customers every day, that, that really is the key. And all too often, I, I talk to business owners who they're sort of hyper-focused on finding better customers and finding bigger jobs and doing better marketing. And I think all of those things are really important, but I just, it, it always sort of um, comes to me, you know, as I start talking to them, that they're actually really held back by the skill and the talent that they've uh, developed on the on the employee side. And the reason they're not getting those projects is because they're not capable of doing those projects. And so you can't really cheat the system. You can be a great marketer and you can be a great salesperson, but you have to be able to execute the work efficiently and you need to be able to produce these amazing results for the customers, whether it's, you know, incredible landscape maintenance, incredible irrigation systems, lighting systems, backyard swimming pools, or whatever it happens to be, at the end of the day, you're really limited by the capability of your employees. And the, the only way to really build a, a truly uh, world-class company is to invest in building people. And I think it's just unfortunate that so many business owners uh, put training and career development on the back burner because I think that's really where the rubber meets the road. It's uh, it's every bit as important as your website and your lead source and your referrals. It's it's your way of keeping these promises. Your future really depends on the capability of your employees. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's really well said. And it also leads to like scalability. Like I hear from a lot of contractors, Hey, we want to grow by 20% next year. We have the sales, we could do it. It's the people that's the problem. So if you have the right career path that are aligning with your business objectives, you can use this year to develop the people you need next year to scale. So, you know, if you need four more crew leaders next year to scale, rather than scrambling to try and hire four people next year to cover that, you can develop them from within with a, with a good career path. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a huge point. If you've got three crews this year and you want to be six crews next year, um, your second in command on each of those crews today needs to be developed into a leader before next year. And, you know, there's a few things that I know in, in my landscape business that worked really well. First off, using Dale Carnegie leadership training was a fantastic way to level up the uh, frontline supervisors, whatever you uh, title that is in, in your business. But basically anybody who's going to lead a crew or a department or other people in general, I think should have leadership training and you should be getting them doing that leadership training well in advance of them actually taking on a leadership role. I mean, one, one of the big mistakes I made throughout my career over and over again was taking the best technician from a crew, somebody who's really, really good at doing the work, whether it's hardscaping or snow plowing or whatever it is, this kind of superhero employee and then just making them the boss and the problem there is they they don't have any leadership skills they're not sure how to have those tough conversations and often what happens is you know i found i would burn them out by putting too much on them without providing enough leadership training and not giving them enough support to get them into that leadership role and so a lot of the courses that we've built out in Greenness help you do that. But more importantly, the hardest part for a new supervisor when you do make them a supervisor is the fact that in most companies, you end up giving them a whole team of people who are completely untrained and they don't have a training program to kind of give them the foundational training. So now you've got this new supervisor with all kinds of new employees who have no training and they're kind of set up to fail. And so I think when you get ahead of your leadership training and when you get ahead of training as a whole, you're really sort of raising the bar and making it much easier to scale up. And I think your point there, Matt, is is completely solid. You need to get um, ahead of training so that the scalability is more natural in the future. You can't just do this in the moment. You can't start a crew and then start training. It doesn't work that way. Um, it really does um, involve a decision as a leader, as a business owner, um, to make training a priority in your business. And that in itself changes everything. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's huge. So some, some tips around some creating some learning pathways is we're, we're challenging a mindset here. So today's generation has a more negative view of landscaping as a manual labor job, but it, it's due to the myth that it's kind of this dead end career path. Like, well, I'm just going to be a snow shoveler for the next five years and, and work nights. And that's just not something I want to do. So I'm not even going to apply. So by not leveraging career paths in your job ads, in your culture, in your, in your story as a whole, you're, 
you're doing that myth a disservice, right? So we're trying to tackle it that saying, hey, landscape is a great career. You've made a great choice in the industry. I've heard, Mark, I've heard you say this many times that the landscape industry makes more millionaire owners than any other industry. It's like, wow, what an opportunity for people that, that they've chosen this career. And there's a lot of opportunity for Greenius as a provider. Like we've dealt with easily 250,000 landscape workers to support them and let them know like, hey, you've made a great choice and there's lots of opportunity in the landscape industry. And now we're taking it to the next level to show them here's some real career paths you can take and follow and, and have a good career with a good income in the landscape industry. So I've been asking all our contractors that I need your help. We got to work together about tackling this myth. So from the contractor side, I need you showing that, hey, these career paths exist. You could be stonemasons, there's landscape architects, like the, the careers are endless. And then as a provider on the training side, we're also supporting them saying, hey, all these opportunities exist in the industry and here's some training to go achieve those goals. So I think working together, we can start really tackling this problem. Yeah, absolutely. Just getting people um, thinking of this as a, as a career, as an apprenticeship, as a trade, very much like, you know, electricians, plumbers, um, uh, HVAC installers. These are all very uh, respectable trades, very well paid. It wasn't always that way. You know, it, many, many years back, those trades were suffering um, with low pay and uh, poor training opportunities as well. And I think it, it is a collective effort for our industry to really start to um, grab uh, what is right in front of us, that which is available thanks to um, the national associations in both Canada and the US that have put a lot of effort into developing apprenticeships, developing uh, certification testing so that you can have certified technicians in your company. And, and this is very much what we're working toward here at Greenius uh, with the product development, with the courses that we've built, with the custom course building tools so that you can build your own courses is to really support those apprenticeship programs that our national organizations have created. Um, they've lobbied the government, they've created these opportunities, and now it's time for every landscape company to stop hiring laborers and start hiring apprenticeships. And that's gonna change this industry. That's gonna allow us to level up the playing field. I think we're gonna be able to pay the employees a lot better than we have in the past collectively. I think the prices are going to get in line with some of these other trades on the hourly charge out rates. And this is only going to come from a collective effort. It's uh, it's going to take everybody in the industry to, to make this happen. And it starts with eliminating that labor title and replacing it with apprenticeships and technicians and proper trades titles. Yeah, for sure. I, I agree with that. It's, it's about, changing the mindset and turning turning it into this respected trade like a plumber or an electrician and i think i think it can be done and and for us developing people with career paths is definitely a way towards that so elements of like a good career path are hiring apprentice uh, and eliminate the term labor from the titles in your company as mark was just mentioning 
a pathway and apprenticeships take an employee from a job to a career. So now they're just not they're, they're, they're It's not just their nine to five job. It's they actually have an actual career. So now when they're talking about their job at the Thanksgiving table and someone says, how's work going? They can say, well, I'm an apprenticeship. I'm working towards learning this skill. I'm going to get this certification and I'm I'm really going to be recognized as a skilled trade. And it's just a different conversation than, oh, I was just hired to cut some grass. Right. And now we're changing the mindset. So I always challenge our contractors. What are your employees saying about you at Thanksgiving dinner? And how can we shape that story into something really meaningful? And that's that that's going to have a lot of impact. And uh, pathways are really a roadmap to advancement and growth. And they got to be clear. And I use this analogy here, like streetlights on a dark road, they illuminate just where to go. It's just clear goals and, and clear direction. So they know exactly what has to be done. Just no gray area. Here's the metrics. Here's everything you got to get checked off. Here's the skills you got to learn. And here's the rewards for doing it. So at our company, we give increases when you hit certain benchmarks and just lay it all out. And the fact is like, there's been a lot of employee surveys and one of the top results on employee surveys is they want actual feedback and actual career paths in their next job from their employer. So it's starting to become something that is carrying a lot of value in job seekers. So if you're trying to fill roles or you're having uh, trouble attracting people by showing you have these programs in place is just a huge leg up on uh, the competition that might not be doing this. So here's a quick layout of a career path. So I just branched this out starting basically from a snow shoveler. It's a high turnover position that is hard to fill. But how can you go from a snow shoveler to a possible branch manager at our company? So you would just start out and in your job ad, and I'm going to show you a job ad that you can cut and paste and use but how you can go through all of this and you're not hiring just a, a, a snow shoveler, you're getting your foot in the door. So we're going to start you at a snow shoveler. You're going to start learning some basic equipment training, engine to fuel basics, the skills to work on a maintenance crew. But you can also throw in some key metrics that kind of put out some fires you face every day. If you have a, a problem with people always being late or not showing up at all, make those key metrics in your past. So as part of the criteria for this, okay, you got to learn these skills. You got to watch this course, but you got to be on time 99% of the time. And you got to show up wearing your PPE ready to work 99% of the time. And then when you do show up, you got to be 100% ready to work, right? Just calling out the culture and letting you know that, hey, we're measuring this because it matters to us. And then you're putting out future fires down the road, because if they want to get to that bump in pay, which they can see is coming, they're going to be more aware of that and know that it's a factor in getting that bump in salary. Yeah, the key the key thing here is I think oftentimes people uh, start to feel a little bit lost in a company where there is no visual. And when when you do have a visual and they understand that they unlock their next wage increase based on actually doing the training, passing the tests, getting the, the, the work experience, the number of hours and then also their individual performance criteria with attendance and attitude and everything that comes along with that. I think that combination just really changes the mindset of the workers and they really start to see themselves as professionals. They see themselves as being on a, an actual pathway 
that's clear to them. They understand that they'll get the raise when the raise is due and they don't need to be negotiating with a small business owner to get a raise. That's an incredibly uncomfortable position for somebody to be in, to have to feel like they have to negotiate with the business owner to get their next raise. And so I think for that reason, oftentimes they leave before they ever get there. I think when the path is laid out, they understand what they need to do and when they need to do it. And it's very clearly measured and they can see reports and dashboards using the Greenius platform. I think it changes everything. And the fact that you can customize these pathways, insert your own courses and make it your own so that, you know, when people get started working in your company, they start to get exposed to your culture and your expectations. And you can do your onboarding uh, courses and your video walkthrough of your shop and your yard and the welcome video from you as the president or as the leader um, in your company. I think it just really changes the dynamic. They realize that they're they're joining a professional company and they are becoming a professional landscaper. And that's a very different experience for most people showing up at a landscape company. I, I always laugh about, you know, my early days in landscaping, my own story. You know, I was posting ads like everybody online and uh, people would uh, apply and my office manager would call them and say, hey, show up at 6 a.m. and um, we'll give you a shot. And that was the interview process. And, you know, what a horrible way to start um, for somebody new. But what, what would happen is they would walk into the yard at six in the morning and everybody's busy. And, you know, I had this box of T-shirts in my pickup truck and I used to joke around and say, like, hey, I'll, I'll size them up and throw them a T-shirt. And if they're sober enough to catch it, then we're going to let them go to work for the day. And, you know, at the end of the day, our turnover was off the scale. It was like the absolute worst way to onboard staff. And unfortunately, some version of that exists in, in many landscape companies, unfortunately. And I think what, what I found as we got a lot better at um, managing the hiring process, the onboarding process and the hiring is turnover plummets altogether. And the type of people that you attract and keep are much better. And so you can build a, a proper uh, proper depth in your company so that you've got people that are going to stick with you long term and you've got people that are going to become your next crew leaders so that you can scale up. You can imagine with my with my catch a t-shirt onboarding system, only the worst people would actually stick around after a couple of weeks of joining a company with no training, no onboarding and a hiring process that looks like that. So what tends to happen is, you, you know, you turn around and you're surrounded by the wrong people. Um, the worst part about having that hiring process is the people that stick around as a result of that hiring process. The best people are going to quit and leave and find a proper company to work for. And so what you're left with is the absolute worst scenario possible. And uh, what we're saying here is, when you turn that around, and I can say firsthand, this is a game changer. My company was able to scale to the level that it did because we fixed this. We, we got really in, um, specific about who we were hiring, and then we put everybody on a training pathway. We made sure that everybody saw the potential. We um, always um, brought our crew leaders up from within, and then we 
surrounded those crew leaders with other people who had taken our online training and taken our staff training um, so that they weren't surrounded by people that weren't going to be able to support them in their role as a crew leader. It's, it's a very different way to do things, but it really does change your company. There's, there's nothing that I did in my business that had more value than creating career pathways and online training. I'm glad you brought up the create your own training because like we do have a tool in Greenius now where you can create your own courses in Greenius. And as Mark said, one course that a lot of contractors are doing is just a new hire welcome video. So page one is just a video of the CEO welcoming the new employee to the company, talking about dress code expectations, uh, all, all what's expected of them. But then you can use it to show them where to park show them where the washrooms are, show to where to meet their crew leader, have a welcome message maybe from the crew leader in the video, and then how to navigate your first morning rollout. Because to anybody that's never seen a morning rollout, it's like it's an organized ballet of busyness for lack of a better word and if you're a new person and you just walk into the yard like you could get run over or you just have no idea where to go and you have no idea what's going on so by taking that and making it a video and showing them the path on how to navigate their first morning rollout all of this is making their first day a lot better and you're just going to see a reduction in turnover because they're having a great first day and then you can keep on building off that momentum and then once they get to the job site with their crew leader they know what's expected of them and then it just starts compiling on good experience after good experience and now you're just seeing a reduction in turnover so lots of lots of great ways to create your own training and as well, if you have third-party training from other sources, so uh, maybe you bought a new piece of equipment and they gave you a training video, you can make that a course and assign it to everyone that's going to be using it. Or maybe there's some continuing education for, uh, I know in the U.S. for sure, you got to do some continuing education for some of the certifications. Well, maybe there's a video you can put into Greenius and assign out and track who watched it for those continuing education hours. So really the sky's the limit for this tool. It just allows you to kind of make it your own training tool. Yeah, other things that we're noticing a lot of people using the course builder for um, is you know, site walk arounds when you get large uh, snow sites or maintenance sites, really uh, utilizing the software to build out those type of uh, courses as well. Yeah, for sure. And uh, snow properties is another one. So they're strapping GoPros on the truck and just driving the snow property on a nice sunny day, show them where all the hazards are, all the all the speed bumps are, the fire hydrants, where to pile the snow. And then you can save that course by this, the property. And then you assign it to every shoveler and plow operator on that property. And now it could be a middle of a blizzard and they could quickly open their phone and see what it looks like on a nice sunny day before they get in there. And you'll just see a reduction in property damage. And uh, it's just a lot of benefit to it. So here's like a, a quick example. So you could create a maintenance level one, pick some greenest courses that fit into that. And then you can assign employees to that maintenance level one division. You can track who has watched it. 
all of our courses have a on the job training checklist. So you got to watch the online course, pass the online exam, but then you actually have to demonstrate you have the skills in the field with your manager. And now I'm definitely the first to acknowledge one-on-one training is expensive because you're paying the salary of the, the crew leader and the salary of the employee, and you might not be billing out that time. So you want it to be as efficient and get the most out of it so you're not wasting any of it. And our field checklists give you a consistent message about what to say. So all your crew leaders are training on the same process. And I like to use the analogy of McDonald's. You go to any McDonald's, it tastes the same because they're following the same process. And that's what our app does for crew leaders. They're all training on the same process. So it doesn't matter what crew you are trained on, you're going to follow the same company operating procedures, which is a huge uh, win in consistent messaging. And then this is just a quick screenshot. You add an employee, you just choose what path you want them on, and then you continue on to setting the due date. So it's, it's very easy and greenest to do this. And it would only take 10 minutes of your time. So it's, it's not a huge time lift. It, it's very easy to monitor this and manage and set up some real career paths. So I just wanted to share I know we're getting close to time, but I think this has a lot of value about how you could really leverage you offer career paths in your job ads. So if you think about a traditional snow shoveler ad, it just says, okay, we're responsible for clearing this property. You got to be willing to work nights. We're always on call. And it just seems like a kind of a manual labor, one-time stop kind of job that's not very attractive. But what you can do is for the same position as a snow shoveler, leverage that you offer apprenticeships and training paths. So here, get set for an awesome career journey with us. Our shovelers are more than just snow experts. They're destined for greatness. Picture this as winter ends, our top shovelers get special training and promoted to our maintenance team. So here we're looking for our best shovelers. We're going to keep you on in the spring and move you to our maintenance team. So now think of it like a hiring funnel. But that's not all. We love celebrating success. Brace yourself for a pay raise in your new maintenance role. That's what people are looking for. And then once you're on the maintenance team, start an apprenticeship, learn new skills and knowledge to continue moving forward. We're not just offering a job. We're paving the way to success. Take this chance to grow. You could be a crew leader or hire in the future. Join our teams that cheers for you and helps you reach an amazing future. Your career adventures await. Let's shovel our way to success together. So here we're really selling the idea of, hey, we're, you're not just a snow shoveler. We're going to give you a full career at our company. You just got to get your foot in the door. And, and this is a great way to sell that idea to people. So here I just wanted to quickly actually chat apprenticeships, Mark. And I wanted to kind of pick your brain about the impact you see they have on the industry and why people should really be taking advantage of them that might be on the fence or might not know how to. Yeah, I think the apprenticeship uh, programs are, are um, very much underused. I think that uh, the associations have done an incredible job at building out apprenticeship uh, programs and some training resources. And, and we're certainly starting to uh, really work on bolstering that training so that uh, it becomes a little bit easier for companies to deploy apprenticeships here with the learning pathways. Um, ultimately, what we're trying to do is educate your staff to the point where they can challenge those uh, certification tests that the associations have in place so that 
you do have certified technicians in your company. And I think um, getting involved with uh, your association, getting your staff um, aware of these certification programs, getting them in Greenius, getting them on a training pathway and preparing them for an actual apprenticeship, I think is the key here. Ultimately, for me, what I noticed, as I said, I got away from the, the, the T-shirt hiring uh, system and really worked on the hiring process itself and then really focused a lot on creating a training pathway where people understood that we had apprenticeships available and understood exactly how their career would unfold in the company, whether they were coming in as, a, as an entry-level apprentice or uh, maybe somebody who was coming in with multi, multiple years of experience, where they fit in in the moment, but then you know what we had to offer in the future, um, other roles, and, and as you mentioned, stonemasonry or lighting or horticulture or hardscaping, um, could be a heavy equipment operator, stonemasons, there's just so much opportunity in this industry. Um, I think what has to really be clear is when people come in, they need to be able to see a map of what that looks like and what the pay rates are so that they understand that there is a lot of opportunity. They're not just getting a laborer position in a landscape company. They're coming into your company and they can see the pathway forward and they can see a, a pathway to a living wage. And I think we just have to be honest about this. Most people are looking at this as a step in their in their career. They're not looking at it as the destination. And we need to change that by using apprenticeships to show them the pathway to an actual certified trade where they've got the opportunity to earn a living wage, to own a home, to support their families the way they really truly need to. Because ultimately, everybody goes to work for themselves in this world and, and they need to go to work somewhere where they can actually fulfill their own needs and, and their family's needs. And, and I think the apprenticeship program shows them the way. And in most companies, it's just not clear enough. Uh, so I think that the word apprentice changes everything. Throw out the laborers. Uh, let's not use that term anymore. Let's move to apprentices. And I think we're going to level up this industry a lot faster than we all think. That, that's very well said. And I guess one side benefit I heard is one company in Canada, their apprenticeships are called Red Seal once they reach that certification. And they put that in their marketing out there. So they get other tradespeople hiring them just because they're a Red Seal landscape company. So a Red Seal electrician had no problem hiring a Red Seal landscaper to do all his work because he knew that they were certified and were going to do good work. So this company saw an unexpected benefit of letting more uh, landing more contracts from tradespeople because they have Red Seal tradespeople on staff. So there, there's more benefits that we can't even begin to uncover here. So I just wanted to wrap. I know we're almost at time, but there's always two statements I hear a lot at 
definitely at trade shows or when I'm speaking to contractors that I just wanted to address. And it, it's, these are two of the most common that I hear is, well, why would I put in all this time training them if they're just going to leave me or they're just going to go across the street for more money? So this is a common thing I hear a lot of. And I just wanted to address it with three things. One, this will happen, right? It's just going to happen. It's a bit of the nature. But if you're motivating your employees properly and you're showing them the pathway with new skills and you're supporting them with an apprenticeship program and you're doing all the work to show that they're really valued at your company and they have a career and they have a future and they can earn higher wages with better skills. It's just not something you're going to have to worry about. Employees will very rarely make a lateral move for the same pay. They just don't want to go through the hassle of the headaches of learning a new job. The only time they're willing to go through that and make a lateral move for the same pay is if it's a toxic work environment. So that's one, one way they will exit out for the same pay. But beyond that, that's the only thing you got to worry about. So if you're trying to have great culture and give lots of great opportunity and support apprenticeships and career paths, it's just not something you're going to have to worry about. And then valued employees are more loyal to you. And that just provides great returns. So people will recognize that you're supporting them, you're helping them grow, you're helping them learn new skills. And in return, they, they return that with loyalty to your company, which just has a lot of value. And then lastly, unfortunately, you just don't have a choice. You got to keep workers safe, trained, working efficiently. And an example of this is snow shovelers. It's, it's a high turnover position. So companies tend to not give them too much training. And it's actually dangerous to go out there and work a 12 hour shoveling shift with no training. And I've heard so many stories of people showing up in running shoes and jeans and uh, trying to work a 12 hour shoveling shift. And you either have to send them home or they work for two hours and they stick their shovel in the snow and just quit in the middle of the shift and go home because they just weren't prepared for that. So uh, you just don't have a choice. You got to give people training show them what's involved and you're going to get better benefits. They'll be more productive. You're going to see less equipment damage. Uh, they're going to be more efficient. They're going to be happier and uh, they're just going to see a huge reduction in turnover. So uh, these are three things I just wanted to address here as well. I don't know if you had any comments on what you hear out there, Mark. Yeah, I, I just hear a lot of business owners complaining about employees, you know, to be honest. And I've certainly been one of those uh People early in my career, I think uh, I had the habit of standing around and complaining about common sense or the the lack of passion and uh, and care that um, some of the workers were putting in each day. And you know, ultimately, as as I matured a little bit, I quickly realized that the problem was me. The problem was not them. Uh, your employees are a reflection of you and your company and what you provide. And if if you have to stand around and complain about uh, turnover or complain about the quality of the people that you are surrounded with, then you really just have to look at what you've done to change it. And your hiring process, your onboarding process and your training um, system really dictates the quality of the people that you have in your company. And if you're standing around complaining about it after you've really optimized all of these systems, first off, I'll be shocked if that's the case. But if you are, um, you have a more work to do on your on your systems. And so look at your systems. My T-shirt system was not a system. We all know that. If I'm complaining about the, who I've got, it's because my system is broken. And we got to go back 
fix up what we're doing, make the changes, make sure we're hiring the right people, career-minded people with job ads that are attracting career-minded people, then we're onboarding them properly and we're training them properly. And as we just keep evolving that, then the people that we're surrounded with are great. And, you know, as I said, if they're not, then the system needs some work. Yeah, thank you. That's very well said. So did you want to introduce next week's topic, Mark? Sure. Yeah, I'll jump in. Uh, yeah, join us next week. Um, we've got enhancing crew efficiency. We're going to talk next week about the value of sharing estimated versus actual hours, why this key metric is so important, how to use it, um, how LMN supports this, and the impact that it'll have on your field operations. So this is going to be an exciting one next week. Definitely uh, don't miss this one if you're not really able to estimate uh, using actual hours, then you're not using LMN and uh, sharing them. If you're not able to share those actual hours, then you're probably not using LMN crew yet. But we'll show you some best practices, why it's so important to manage your field this way and uh, how to make it happen efficiently using LMN. Um, next up, we I am all over the country right now doing these two day mastermind sessions. We're really uh, heavily focused on creating strategy to develop your people and develop your sales process. Because as I said earlier, your company is made up of two things, the customers that you decide to work for and the people that you go out and uh, do that work with. And so what we talk about for two days is really developing a strategy to expand revenue by focusing on the right work and developing a sales process that truly presents higher revenue per hour work uh, to the field. And so when we hand a job off to the field, we've given them some really good projects that they stand a chance to succeed at because of our sales process. And then the, the second part to the, the two days is really developing these incredible people and giving them the training to understand what success looks like. And then making sure that we have a common language in the company to create a continuous improvement culture and really drive that success deep into the organization so that the results are there for everybody. And this really does lead to higher wages for your staff and better uh, bottom line results for the company. Um, again, lots of these, uh, if you haven't been to one yet, I hope you can join us. Um, also, we have our summit coming up. And so the summit is, um, uh, coming up in February, February 20th to 22nd, um, we have an incredible lineup of speakers. This is the biggest event we've ever held. This is going to be a game changer. If you can make your way down there, um, I always say bring as many people as possible. The companies that I've seen do the best um, over the past few years are the type of companies that show up with their entire leadership team to events like this. Come down with um, anybody that's doing sales, estimating, operations management, finance, um, anybody that's uh, training your staff, anybody um, even down to the, the frontline crew leads. This um, summit will definitely ignite some new ideas and I'm sure it is expensive and it does take time out of your day, 
Um, by the way, we don't make money at $795 per person. This is uh, less than our cost. We just want you there to be exposed to the information to catch these nuggets and really change the business moving forward. So lots of things happening there, lots of thought leadership, roundtable discussions, panel discussions, main stage topics. And we've got over 30 LMN staff there for you to engage with one-on-one -on -one to take a look at your budgets, take a look at your use of the software and sort of unlock the, the potential um, that we can offer with that software. So please, if you can make your way down there, I, uh, I really can't say enough about this event. It's by far the biggest event we've ever planned. We're super excited about the speakers that we've got and the takeaways that we uh, have in mind for all of our customers here. Thanks again for joining and uh, make it a great day. Thanks everybody.